Today's show is pre-recorded. I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only. Uh Uh-huh. Steve Harvey. Man, got a radio show. Mm, Yeah, I do. (laughs) Man, God been so good to me over the years. In spite of all the mistakes I've made, in spite of all the dirt I've done to myself, I'm talking about went in knowing I was wrong. His grace and mercy has forgiven me for all of my sins. God can forgive you of all of your sins. Everything you've done, God can forgive you. He can wipe your slate clean. Now, now might, you might have some um, you know, things you got to deal with because of some of your actions. Understand that. But you can wipe your slates, you can wipe your slate clean with God and start again. You can repent. God has mercy and grace. You could be forgiven by God. Now, people, that's another story. Some people may never forgive you for it. You've heard them or, or maybe they're accusing you of doing something else. But, you know, they may never forgive you. But God, God is in the redemption business, man. God will forgive you for every sin you've ever committed. But you got to want forgiveness now. And then you got to come correct. Because what you can't do is you can't shoot him to crap now. You, you can say that conversation with him. You know, whatever, whatever you told your lawyer, whatever whatever you told the victims, whatever you told, whatever the story is you got going, if it ain't the truth, you can say that with God. Because please know he know. And he know your heart. He know if you're trying to manipulate somebody just for the system, if you're trying to say this just so you can get out. He know all of that. So if you're planning on shucking him and jiving him, 
save your breath before you wind up digging yourself in a deeper hole. Just, just let me give you that piece of advice because he ain't nothing to play with. He's too great to be played with. And so with that in mind, I want to share some positive stuff with you this morning, man. I want to say this. I want to remind you not to let your circumstance and your situations dictate your future or your results. I'm going to say this again. This is important information, man. Don't let your circumstance and situations dictate your future or your results. Do you know that in order to get the, a different future or some different results, you control that entire situation. It is you. It is your thoughts that control the entire situation. It is how you look at the situation that will determine how the situation is for you. See, the same situation can be totally different for two different people because you can say, you look at the examples of history, just, just look, look in your neighborhood. How can, there was a book that a guy wrote one time who had the name, he had a name, and he did some research, and he found a guy that grew up at the same age in the same neighborhood as him with the exact same name. He went on to become a corporate CEO. The other man was a, 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 an inmate. And they had the same name, grew up in the same neighborhood. They were both brothers. You know, not, I'm just saying brothers, uh, men. And and they grew and they went two different because how can two different two people the same situation and the results turn out so different? It is because of the thought process of one was completely different from the thought process of the other. You control it. You don't have to let your circumstances and your situations dictate your future or your results. Here's the way it works. This is so you can understand this. Your mind is the controlling factor of your thoughts. Your thoughts are the controlling factor of your outcome. The Bible says, a man is as he thinketh. Please don't short play this scripture here because this one is the real deal. This is the basis of every uh, self-improvement book you'll ever read. It's already written in the Bible. The Bible has all the information you need, but in case you need a little bit of clarity in some simple modern-day language, then they have self-improvement books. They are all based on biblical scripture. A man is as he thinketh. That's why Norman Vincent Peale wrote the book, The Power of Positive Thinking. That's why a book came out called The Magic of Thinking Big. That's why a book came out called Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. It, it, all, of you, all these titles that I've read that have mattered in my life the most, these three major books that I've read, they all say one thing, think, thinking, thoughts, because that's what controls the outcome. Your brain works one of two ways it works positive or negative it works good which is under the column of positive or it'll work evil which is under the column of negative it will have faith which is under the column of positive or you will operate in fear which is in the column of negative that is the only way your mind works your mind is a factory that's comprised of workers. Those workers are controlled by two formants, forming positive and forming negative. But guess what? The CEO of the company, the head man, the boss, 
is you. You come to work in the morning and you say, man, today is a great day. I'm going to take steps towards brightening my future. I'm going to take another step into making that dream come true that I've been thinking about. I'm going to take another step forward in the development and the changing of my life in a positive, good direction. If you come to work and say that every day as the CEO, the boss, the foreman's can only obey you. So that what you just said was a series of positive statements, then forming positive steps to the forefront. He said, I got you, boss, right away. He turns around, he blows the whistle. He alerts all the workers in the factory. Today is a good day. Today we will take steps towards our future. Today we are putting ourselves on track to get a little bit closer to making our dreams come true. Today we will be assembling all the things we need to make our dreams come true and our life better in the right direction. Everybody, break. The workers in the factory turn around and manufacture thoughts to justify the orders given by the boss, which is you. You are the CEO of your corporation. If you don't own nothing else, you own everything that's going on between your two ears. You are the CEO of that corporation. If that corporation is a good one, it's because you set it up that way. If your corporation is a bad one, it's because you set it up that day. If, if you try, if you pushing towards your dreams and you see the possibility of things happening in your life, it's because you as the CEO set it up that way. If you ain't got nothing popping, if you just want to be a criminal taking stuff from people, throwing your life out the window, you're going to be an inmate, you're going to be sitting up there and you're going to be mad at everybody. You ain't got nobody to be mad at but you. You understand what I'm telling you this morning. Uh-huh. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, it is about to go down. The Steve Harvey Morning Show is on and cracking. You ready? Five, three, two, one. Steve Harvey in the morning. Ah! Shelly Strawberry. What happened to four? Good morning, Steve. I, don't, I ain't need all that. Just help get this over with. Don't mind, ain't nobody tune in to hear me count. <laughs> Carla Pharrell. Good morning. Three, two, one. What's happening? <laughs> Lil Pimp Jr. Morning, everybody. Morning, Uncle. Let's get it. King of Pranks, Nephew Tommy. Top, top. Let's get it, baby. We in the we in the building. We here, man. Woo. Ooh. Got a big day coming up today, yeah. man. It's going to yeah, be a pump yeah. day. We got great guests this morning. We talking about the movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Arsenio's going to yeah. be our special guest. Come His ignorant ass America. straight out of Cleveland. <laughs> 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 the dog oh, pound. He bought that yes, straight from Cleveland. Oh, he did? I love it. Uh-huh. That's the dog pound. That's wow. at the games, huh? Yeah. yeah. We started the dog pound in the bleachers oh. section in Cleveland. Okay. We was the that. one that put the D-cell battery in the snowball and hit John Elway in the head down in the tunnel. And that's yeah. something you're proud of. As yeah. hell tried to <laughs> knock his ass out. You won't be coming out for the second half. <laughs> Bought his ass right out there and won that damn game. Yeah. <laughs> Known as the drive. Hey, dog, my boy looked at my boy and said, that's hard as your ass can throw, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. A mess. A mess. Well, Cleveland. Huh? Yeah. Cleveland in the building today. Cleveland's in the building. They did 
they did make it to the playoffs this year, right? Who? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Brown. Yeah. Uh-huh. Great moment. Why are you bringing up Great sports, moment. sir? What, I what is that? It. I got it. Hey, hey, all I need is that Why right not? there. Yeah. You doggone right. The Browns got in the playoffs. Now, one of the teams that didn't make the playoffs, and now, based on what didn't happen with D Hop, J.J. Watt and Deshaun Watt don't look like they're going to be Texans ain't going to be in the playoffs for a while. Good well, that's not right. why I brought it up. But evidently. <laughs> I'm assuming that's what you wanted to hear. Uh, <laughs> I know it ain't what cue. Tommy G. That's was. your <laughs> cue to bring it up. Sure. She Wait, must sure. want me. <laughs> Here I am. A mess. Yeah, man. So uh, I went to yoga again. Oh. Been doing this pretty consistent. Yeah, my doctor told me, Steve, you should get into Bikram yoga. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I, I told that lady yesterday, I said, if you don't cut this damn heat down, son, God, isn't it you're going to lose some reach. Because <laughs> let me tell you, the opening move in Bikram, you hold your hands over your head and you lock your fingers, and you're supposed to put your hand under your chin, and you inhale to a seven count, and you exhale to the seven count. <laughs> but every time she do that, and do she do two in... You do the inhale and the exhale. I done breathe five times. <laughs> it's so hot in that sheet. I'm sucking wind in there. <laughs> Control your breathing. All right. It's 106 in here. All right. It's hot in here. That's right. Coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, we're going to get it even hotter with the CLO Chief Love Officer, Steve Harvey, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, guys, we have a treat for you coming up at the top of the hour. The one and only, as Steve calls him, and he deserves it, the legend, Arsenio Hall, will be our very special guest. He's going to talk about the movie, Coming to America, and we can't wait for that. But right now, it is time for Ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey in the building. All right, Steve, this one is from Elise in St. Louis. She says, I'm 38 and my husband is 36, and all day long he is on Instagram looking at girls' pictures and leaving comments on them. This makes me feel insecure and unpretty, and I've told him that. He said that he chose me for a reason, and he'd never be with an Instagram model type of chick in real life. He doesn't care how it affects me. Should married couples be on Instagram? You can be on Instagram, but the comments, the lie is I would never be with an Instagram chick. Yeah. That's a lie. Because what are you on there for? So now? what you on there looking at? Yeah. I'm telling you right now, homie. Get off. <laughs> That's your advice. Get off. Get yeah. off. Yep. All right. Thank you, CLO. Hiawatha in South Carolina. Hiawatha in South Carolina. Love that name. I'm a divorced female raising a 17-year-old son, and he's driving me nuts. There are days that I come home, and I can tell there's been a female in my house. It could be a random strand of weave on the couch, or he's decided to wash his sheets all of a sudden. And I talked to his dad, and he said it's normal for him to be having sex. He said he's told our son to be responsible and respectable. He told me to ease up a bit, but how do I do that? I don't know oh, how you wow. do it, but I'm going to tell you right now, you ain't finna talk him out of it. That's not going to happen. Mm. Once you taste the fruit, that flavor never leaves your mouth. He going to die oh, with well. this. Yeah, there's mm. no going back. 
He not finna stop seeing girls. He done had sex, now what you finna tell him? Don't do that no more. It's his whole mission in life now. That's forever. In my house. Till he leave here. Now in your house, Mm -hmm. he breaking rules. That's for sure. And and the husband need to establish some rules. But they gonna be in the car or they're gonna be somewhere. At her house. I mean, you know, you should say, hey, uh-huh. man, the father should pull the son to the side and go, look. He did. I know what you're doing, <laughs> but you got to respect your mama. Yeah. Yeah. He should tell him, because he did pull him to the side and told him to be responsible and respectable. That's it. <laughs> no. That, he was saying be responsible. All he told him to do was make sure you use a con- condom. Right, That's condom, all he told yeah. him. Mm-hmm. He and ain't told him, ladies, don't come in this house. And, but you got to respect your mother, though. That's right. Yeah. That's what he yeah. needs to tell him. Yeah. Make it having Her sex rules. with these young girls. He's not thinking that's disrespecting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's just answering to his hormones. What happened to doing it and getting away with it and nobody knowing you doing it? What happened to that? Uh, it's called the internet. <laughs> <laughs> it's called his mom can tell because there's a weave hair on her sofa. Okay, and she knows her house. <laughs> and yeah, come on, and the sheets he's so, washing the so sheets. So tie her hair up from now on when you wear her hair. <laughs> Make <laughs> Put, a, put something on her head Tommy. if she's shedding. Tommy, like. young people don't have that. <laughs> no. All right, we're moving on. This one's from Amina in Teaneck, New Jersey. Amina says, I'm a 31-year-old single female, and I just found out that the man I've been messing with is married, get this, is married to one of my aunts. I met her Sunday at my grandma's birthday party. She is my daddy's sister, and she fell out with her mom years ago and stopped coming around. I met her son, my cousin, too, and he's named after his dad and looks just like him. So that's how I figured out the connection. I told this guy that his wife is my aunt and to stop calling me, but he won't. This is creepy. What should I do? Well, you told him to stop calling you, and he won't. You ain't really serious about him to not call you no more. Because you can get a man to stop calling. You can block his number. You can block his number. You can change your number if you serious about it. But he won't. And the key you said in this whole thing is this man I was messing with. Key word in messing is mess. Mm. Now Uh here you have it. You know, you're 31, you're grown, you know what's happening. You got to put a stop to this. Mm -hmm. Because that woman ain't did nothing to you. No. And now y'all kill me with all this. I found out he married. Where's y'all detective skills? Y'all know how to research (laughs) everything else? Caught me. Right. (laughs) Junior said, hell, caught me. (laughs) (laughs) But that ain't no lie. Many times I've been busted. 31, Junior. Single, Uh uh-huh. Oh, you said call me. No, no, uh-huh. no. Call me. Are you right on? Call yeah. me. Oh, call, oh, I thought yeah. he said call me. No, oh, call me. Many times I've been busted. Yeah. How the hell you don't know? <laughs> All right, we're moving on. Tracy in Chattanooga says, I'm a single female in my 30s, so I'm ready to be married. I watched the interview with Oprah, Harry, and Megan, and I need your advice because, unfortunately, I had a similar issue when I met my boyfriend's family. He's very close to his mom, and she always gives me a disapproving look, and I'd assume it's because I'm black. My parents are wealthy, whereas his family is not, so it has to be... It has to be because I'm black. Should I bring up the race subject with his mom, or should I ask him to talk to her? Wait a minute. Uh, Hold on. You know, good in the hell world is because you black. Yeah. What is you finna bring up? 
But the, the, the girl on the interview knew it was because she was black. Meghan Markle, uh-huh. Now, if the man's mama is white, then that's what it is. She gives you a disapproving look. You know what that is? That's racism. Yeah. And he's very close to his mom, the guy she's dating. I know they better not have no black babies down there in Chattanooga. I know that. They better <laughs> and not if be they do, how dark will the skin be on the baby, right? Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Little girl, yeah. please, sign up for this mess right here. You ain't in love with nobody. And quit comparing yourself to the royal family. You ain't even close. She's yeah, not talking about problem. Her, her black parents ass in Chattanooga wealthy, talking about I was watching them. Interview with Oprah. You're not fitting to be on Oprah. <laughs> Don't call him no more. Just crazy ass comparison. Okay. <laughs> Coming up next, uh, the nephew is here with the prank phone call. Right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Arsenio Hall will be our very special guest. Yeah. We're going to have fun talking to him about the movie Coming to America. He is a legend, and he was great in the movie. But right now, uh, we're going to talk to the nephew. He's here with Run That Prank Back. What you got for us, Neff? Well, I need a reference, Shirley. I need a oh, yeah. reference. You know? do you now? Getting ready to do uh-huh. something big, sometimes you need a reference. You want to get some clarification on some things. So let's go, cat dog. I need a reference. Uh, Hello? Uh yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to reach Scotty, please. Yeah, yeah, what's up? Hey, 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 Scotty, how you doing, man? I'm trying to actually get a uh, uh-huh. a reference for for Monica. Monica? Oh, you talking about Monica? My my ex-wife? Yeah, I'm I'm trying to get a reference uh, on her if possible. Oh, okay. So was she applying for a job? She trying to go to work now? Uh, no. This reference is actually for like a relationship. A, a relationship. Say, say, hold up, hold up, oh boy. Wait a minute. A relationship? You you talking about a job relationship? No, 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 no. See, what, what this here is is that I'm I'm finna actually start dating Monica on the regular, and I'm calling you for a reference. Whoa, 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 do... whoa, whoa, boy, hold up, wait a minute. Who who did you say this is, and how you get my <laughs> my name? Philip, man. My name Philip. I got your number out of Monica phone. Check this out, Phil. You don't need to call me with <laughs> whatever you and Monica got going on. Y'all need to go on and deal with that. No, 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 no. I, I got that, brother. Hear me out, though. Hear me out. What I'm trying to say is, is that. I figured if I could get a reference and figure out what kind of person she is and get get a you know kind of get a background so you can kind of tell me what kind of person her good points her bad qualities the whole night see it might save me some time from being in a long relationship if I know what to look for what's good say, and what's bad say say homeboy homeboy I know I know I'm not listening to this I was married twelve years ain't nobody give me no reference so don't call me asking for no like that. If you got number for Monica, you and Monica need to forget my. Okay, but hold up, hold up, bro. Like I say, man, I'm just trying to figure Ain't out. No the hold good, up. I'm trying to figure out the good qualities and bad qualities. Like you know, do she want to cook? You know, is she good in the bedroom? You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to know. I'm trying to just know. What to look for, dog? That's all, man. I ain't trying to come at you, man. Look, oh, but I just can't believe calling another about some. I don't have her no more. Only thing I have to deal with is my child. You know what I'm saying? And you most definitely don't need to be around. Now, say, dude, I got to go. Okay, okay, okay. But can you give me a good reference on it? That's all I'm trying to get out. The the reference is don't die number ever again and when i talk to monica me and her but hey you ain't gonna have to worry about a relationship with monica you know what i'm saying 
Okay, 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 hold up, man. Let me go and break this to you. First of all, me and Monica then dated for the last year off and on. We just finna get serious. Whoa, 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 hold up, hold up, dude. The last year? Me and this woman just got a divorce a few months ago. Also, oh, you that who must have messed up my Hey, no, man, no, 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 I ain't, look, look, I ain't calling out the reason why y'all broke up. I don't, I don't have nothing to do with that. I don't hey, have man, nothing to do look with that. Look here. Oh, so you that slick say, hey, mate, why don't you slide your little slick back under that rock that you slid from under? Hey, 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 dog, I can slide right on back under the rock you talking about. But what I'm trying to ask you is this right here, man. Hey, dog, can you just give her brother some references, man? Something I can look out for, some signs that, that she's going to start tripping. reference I'm going to give you is when you don't have enough money... When she want that $1,200 bag, don't call me for that. When she needs some more money for this, oh, well, baby, I just gave you my check. What the don't mean nothing. And Or you pull up your bank account, ain't no money in that. That's the reference your need. Ain't I need to hear from you. Especially if you who was around with my wife. While we was married, talking about married. Hold up. The reference is, I'm going to find your I'm going to call Monica, and I'm going to track down. Then, yeah, give you a reference. Then, yeah, yeah, I'll give you a reference then, face-to-face. Hey, dog, I ain't trying to have no altercation with you, man. Oh, boy, you must have been trying to have something. You dialing my number. Okay, okay dog, let me, okay, one more question, man, and then I'm going to be out your house. I just, like I said, I just wanted a few things and know some background on them. Man, you, you out of questions, homeboy. You out of questions. Okay, but this, this, I just need to know this because I want everything, hey man, I want everything to run smooth, dog, and I want us to have a good understanding. Do you have a problem, man, with, with, with your little girl calling me daddy? What the did you just ask? You asked me about my daughter. Hey, 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 calm down, dude. Calm. I'm calm as I'm going to be. You asked about mine. This about mine. Hey, dog, I'm just asking you here. You around child. I will come and. Homeboy, look, I'm going to find because you a bad You missed the bad. You dial number. Not only you got that but, man, you talking about child. I'm just asking, do you mind if she called me daddy, Homeboy, homeboy. look here, man. That child there, her name cannot come out your mouth. You hear what I'm saying? Say, man, this man, I, I don't have time, but I'm going to call that Monica, and I'm going to get your Yeah, I'm going to get you. I'm out of here. You want? Why are you calling me back? Scotty, Scotty, Scotty. I'm hey, trying to man, tell you look something. Here. Why are you calling my you, number back, man? I'm just trying to man. tell you something. Homeboy, you don't have nothing to tell me, homeboy. No, I want to say, Scotty, Scotty, just listen to me, man. I want to say this. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your brother Brian got me to prank phone call you. Hey, man, it's who? <laughs> it's who? Hey, Scotty, Scotty, this is Tommy, man. Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your brother Brian got me to prank phone call you. Say, man. Man. <laughs> oh, well, I'm about to go, man. Hey, dude, I'm about to go ballistic over here, man. Hey, Brian got one coming, though. <laughs> oh, man. You all right, man? Yeah, yeah. Say, man. <laughs> man, Tommy, man. I. Hey, I, I'm glad you were playing, man, because... <laughs> talk about my little girl? Oh, boy, Brian, no, it, it's it's going to be on in his world, man. Dude, Brian, Brian got you, man. He got you good, dog. Hey, man, one more thing, man. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land?
man, the Steve Harvey morning show. <laughs> I just don't see nothing wrong with calling somebody getting a reference. You know what I mean? I want to know. Yeah, he didn't. He you know, how was it when you was with her? You know? Yeah, well, That's he was I going. We, he didn't want to hear you at first, but boy, <laughs> you mentioned this yeah. little girl. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> That was a level change, Tommy. Oh, and he oh. was sick of Monica, mm. his ex. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he been sick her. of her. Also, yes. you little snake crawled out under the rock. Yeah, because you broke up their marriage. <laughs> oh, you the little slick ass little. Oh, okay. <laughs> a year. We just got divorced last uh-huh. month. <laughs> yes, oh, yes. You the, oh, he did the numbers. Yeah. <laughs> did the so you the one. You the mm-hmm. reason. Mm-hmm. <sighs> All right. Tommy <laughs> okay. getting ready to go to Birmingham, Birmingham, Alabama. Matter of fact, I posted that I'm going to Birmingham on uh, IG. Mm-hmm. And somebody leaves me a message saying, so you bringing your shout ass down here to Birmingham, huh? <laughs> we going to go on buy a ticket to see your little ass. That's what? <laughs> Come on, man. All right, nephew, thank you. Coming up at the top of the hour, Arsenio Hall right here yeah. on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Oh! You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, y'all, as promised, we got a special guest this morning. I'm talking about a legendary talent. Comedian, TV host, took the role of television host to a whole new level for us as a people and a culture. He changed the way late night was done forever. It has never been done that way since. It, it was a once, it was it was a one done right there. He's a producer, writer, actor. We go way back. We got so many great stories and memories from back in the day, and he's still doing so many big things. He's starring in the sequel, Coming to America, and his character, Simi, is still (laughs) fighting for respect (laughs) in the kingdom of Zamunda. This is a great movie, y'all. Please welcome to the show the legend himself, one and only, straight out of Cleveland, Arsenio Hall. Yes, sir. Hey, y'all. Well, you, welcome. Steve. Welcome, sir. Hey, don't, Great nobody, don't nobody bring them on like Steve. Nobody. <laughs> no damn body. Greatest ever done it. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. How you um, been, man? I'm doing good, man. I'm having such a wonderful week, and we're breaking all kind of records, but that's not for me to talk about. Uh, I, I'm glad you all saw it. Did you all, all enjoy it? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I loved, I loved it. it. Yes. I loved it. Very good. It. I Very good. Loved yes. I really did. Hey, man. Carter, hey. You, you know who Ruth Carter is that does the yeah, costuming? Costumer. Uh-huh. Ruth yes. E. Carter. Yes. Did she make humans look like a bowl of flowers? Was it the most yes. beautiful? Yes. <laughs> yes. It was beautiful. It was yes. great. It really was. Hey, Arsenio, let it. me ask you this question, man. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about the movie. Mm-hmm. But for you, for Eddie... As you all were sitting around filming this movie, how was it? What was the feeling between you and Eddie? Because you all are the stars of this movie. What was the feeling of even doing America 2, coming to America 2? The first thing that came to my mind, as you're watching performances and how people stepped up to the plate and brought their A-game, I remember thinking, Lord, thank you for Wesley Snipes. (laughs) (laughs) He was so good, too. He killed it. I love his dancing. Yes. (laughs) You you know, it's it's one of them things like, like, you know how, like, at one time the Warriors had a big two, and then Durant came? I was like, that's how I feel right now. Uh Wow. (laughs) Wow. Wow. 
<laughs> yeah, Golden State, when they got Durant, like, damn, we've already had a title. Exactly. I've often wonder, man, because you two, like, I, and I've said it on this show a thousand times. I'm not saying it because you're here. My all-time favorite comedy movie of all time was Coming to America. Coming to America. Yep. Well, thank I, I, you, man. You know, mm-hmm. No, no, it's just the greatest dog. That ignorant-ass pastor. <laughs> dog, right, see, I know your background. I know your father. I know where you come from. And that's, they don't know this dude grew up in the church. He know how this go. Uh, okay. And when you was playing that reverend, I said, this fool right here is just playing his old ass self if he was a minister. <laughs> this ain't even acting. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, was, it was so true, yeah. man. Hey, my dad wanted me to be a preacher, and I just knew I wasn't the man that he was. So yeah. I'm gonna play one on TV every <laughs> yeah. time. <laughs> but but I, hey, my dad used to take me to the National Baptist Ministers Convention, where just imagine the Essence <laughs> Festival, but nothing but sermons. And, <laughs> you know, hey, uh, 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 I've never no heard of that. Just serving. <laughs> and, 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 and you get to see, like, at five years old, you get to see every black preacher in America, and you learn all their little idiosyncrasies. And by the time, you, and you never realize in life, I, I know there are young people listening to you right now, you never realize something going on around you right now is going to stay on your hard drive and you're going to use it later. So Boy. grab like a sponge every possible thing you can yeah. get as you go on your journey. Because who knew that five of those preachers at the National Baptist Minutes Convention was going to get combined and turned into Lord, <laughs> God. You know, and those people were inside me. I was in, in the original movie when the girls was out there in the bikinis. I know the Arsenio Hall. When you was that minister, I said, boy, this is this is allowing him to really say himself as an old-ass preacher. God, hey, must be Because you know as well as I do, in every church, when you have a pastor who is halfway good-looking, we know many of them in, in the L.A. area, those guys get more play than D'Angelo. You know, Uh-oh. I mean, <laughs> y- yeah, that's, it's like being the Raphael Sadiq of God. Women love a, a good-looking man of the cloth to bring it because oh, that, that's, right that's show business up there. And you watch him, and he's dressed really nice. Preachers yeah. get a lot of play, and I was thinking, this one would not overlook these G-strings. <laughs> he sure would, man. So good in the movie. Hey, uh, let me ask you a question, man. In this sequel to the movie, uh, you, your character, Simi, you set up Prince Akeem 30 years ago with this chick who is Leslie <laughs> Jones, and she seduced him, and they ended up with a son. So what do you have to say about that, Simi? <laughs> um. Wow, Leslie Jones was so good in this movie. Yes, I often was. think yeah. I should have been with her. <laughs> I just tell you how attractive talent is, how attractive a great performance is. 
I should have kept Leslie Jones for myself and let him impregnate someone else. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> she really was a scene stealer. She really, really was. In the she movie. was oh. fire. Yeah. I yeah. love hey, it. Hey, listen. We- hey, hey, Arsenio. Arsenio, mm-hmm. hold on right there. Sit right okay. there. We'll be right back, everybody. Coming right <laughs> back more with the uh, one of the stars of uh, Coming to America, the sequel, uh, Arsenio Hall, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, we back. We back. And on the phone uh, this morning, we're talking to uh, the legend, the man who changed the face of late night forever. It has never been the same since. They have tried to find it. It's not there. He was a one and done. Uh, (laughs) Arsenio Hall is our guest this morning. And uh, we're talking about the sequel uh, to uh, Coming to America. And so it's Coming to America. And, of course, the sequel to the movie, it was released in 1988. The movie stars a lot of the original cast, and it's got a lot of new yet very familiar faces. The cast of the movie, talk about, because I don't have to ask you questions. You're good at this. Talk mm-hmm. about the cast as they put the people together, what you and Eddie were feeling and thinking. Well, I know you and I have talked about this already, but i got to make sure everybody in your audience knows it. Uh, for starters, Eddie comes to me with this idea. And I loved the idea. I didn't like the fact that Simi was going to be the fault of everything. Because at first it was like <laughs> Simi brought some ecstasy back with some weed and a couple girls. Come on, Simi. Simi was super fly for a minute. I'm like, you know, let's back up off that a little bit. Can it just be a joint laced with uh, Spanish fly or but whatever yeah. it was? But <laughs> the the, on, the bottom down. line is everything he said to me made sense. And then he said... And Tracy Morgan will be my son. And, you know, Sammy probably wow. would have to listen to that. But I was like, yo, as Arsenio, that's, that's insane, man. Tracy Morgan can't play your son. I mean, I, we love Tracy. And we knew he needed to be right. in this movie. But Eddie and Tracy looked the same age. And yeah. I knew that yeah. would get in the way. Yeah. And, yeah. And so Tracy I, I looked 50. You, yes. <laughs> and, and, you know, the best way to approach something when you have a disagreement is with humor. You know that's the greatest tool ever. And I, I said to him, and when we do number three, Morgan Freeman can be your son that we find. <laughs> you know? I'll be there. <laughs> and that made him laugh. And he was like, oh, oh, you serious, huh? You don't think? I said, no, no, we got we to gotta write a role for Tracy, figure that out. But we got to have an audition for this young man that's going to play your son. And that became this incredible audition that Jermaine Fowler came to and just took the role. I, I heard about his audition, and, and there was no search after he walked in that room. Good job. Wow. Good. By the way, he's a twin. I don't know if you all know it. He's, an, he's a stand-up comic and an identical twin. And if you're ever in New York and you think you see him and he don't treat you right, that's not him. <laughs> a lot of people say he can. I, said, I ran into him. He can be real arrogant and act like he ain't who he. And I said, no, 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 stop, slow down. There's a twin, and the guy you rolled up on, he he was not who you were looking for, and he's probably annoyed that his brother is the star of the biggest movie in America. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, stick around. We got more with Arsenio Hall, right? Because I wasn't ready. We'll be right back with more Arsenio right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, we're back, everybody. Our special guest this morning is the legend, straight out of Cleveland. They done produced some bad boys up out of there. Lord have mercy, Jesus. One of I'm, them the, I'm the next Leon Kennedy Isaac. <laughs> 
<laughs> he ain't famous but for one thing. <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, Arsenio Hall is our special guest straight yes, out of Cleveland, Kent State University. Hell of a ball player, too. This is what a lot of people don't know. Oh, Arsenio Hall, dog. Really? Who? This boy had hops. Lord Jesus, this boy could fly. Yeah. Arsenio Hall could fly, boy. Don't you think he couldn't? That's a long time ago. Now my, I've hung up my cape, dog. I hung it hey, up. I, Hey, 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 man, we had an intramural basketball team called Brothers Together that could mm-hmm. beat the basketball team. <laughs> yeah, well, yes, that's true. Dog, the black dudes, Daryl Hudson, and them could beat the basketball team. Wow. They just that's couldn't obey curfew. <laughs> that's the problem. But yeah. In bed at 11. <laughs> I, I got to stop smoking weed. <laughs> what? <laughs> you I can't shoot can't. a jumper without smoking weed. Uh, <laughs> Arsenio, hey. this is Carla. My Hi, daughter. Carla. Hey, my daughter's 13 years old, and she watched the movie. We watched it with my husband, and she enjoyed it. Of course, she didn't see the original, but she loved Tiana Taylor. You know, the new generation of actors casted in the movie, and she just loved it. We had a great time. It was a great family movie. Yeah, it, it was so cool on the set. First of all, you know, I'm a huge Cleveland Cavalier fan, and we love Mr. Shumpert, who is uh, uh, Tiana yeah. Taylor's significant uh, other. Yeah. And, yes, and so right. Tiana, I mean, she just put her foot in it. She's so beautiful, and she yes. moves so well. And then we mm. get her and Jermaine and Oha, instead of singing She's Your Queen, they're doing Princess Get Off. Yes. Come on. Yes. Yes. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> this your song. You know this part. Go, boy. <laughs> yes. And, and what about uh, Vanessa Bell Calloway still barking 30 no. years later? <laughs> some odd years later. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, Steve, so yeah. I think Vanessa is from around our way. She's from Cleveland. Yeah. yeah. And, and she was brilliant to come back yeah. and to have to say, okay, this lady essentially had a nervous breakdown when things didn't go exactly. right. Exactly. Right. And I'm still, I, I, I haven't, I'm doing my hair with Gorilla Glue and I'm still marching and, <laughs> and, 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 and barking. And it, and I, it was perfect. It was perfect. She was, what she did could have been something that didn't work, but she has such great choices. And I'm so glad she was there. That's one of those people that, when she joined the team to do this second one, I, I remember being very excited. We had everybody there except uh, Eric LaSalle. Oh, yeah, that's right. And here's the irony. Here, here's how God works in mysterious ways. Wesley Snipes read for the Jerry Curl wearing Eric LaSalle role in the first movie and didn't get it, lost it to Eric LaSalle. He comes back in the second movie because God is good and crushes yeah. it. Every day yeah, yeah. we had to work to keep up with Wesley Snipes because he's See, a genius. And, and that's how that God thing. works. Never give up. Keep dreaming. That's See, right. that's that's the inside of Arsenio Hall. That's what has made him over the years the legend that he is. Mm-hmm. Folks, if you have not seen this movie, you've got to see Coming to America. It's, it's just it's a part of our culture. It's, it's us. Yes, it it's ours. Yeah. It's us. It's, it's, it's our people. Yeah. It's the new generation, but it's something. Finally, we got a sequel that we can go, man, I saw both of them. Arsenio yeah. uh, <laughs> Hall, it has yes, been sir. a wonderful conversation. I love you, boy. Thank you for everything you've done for me. Create the memories. And before you go, I want to thank you for one of the greatest nights of my life at Dre's Restaurant on a Monday night. Thank you. 
Boy, let me tell you. Hey, don't forget, everybody, you can check out Coming to America on Amazon Prime Video, and the soundtrack is available for download. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Arsenio Hall. God bless. Put strawberries on your cereal. Good night. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you, Arsenio Hall. We love you. Coming up next, the nephew with the prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, side chick title with main chick duties. Side Mm. chick title with main chick duties. All right. (laughs) But we'll get into that in just a little bit. But right now, it is time for the nephew to shine with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? Can you hear me now? Oh. Mm. Can you hear me now? Let's go. Cat dog. Hello? I'm trying to speak to Sister Lauren, please. Speaking. Uh, Sister Lauren, this is Brother Davis from the church. I don't know if you know me. You might know me when you see me, but I don't know if you just know me because we don't really interact that much at the church. But I wanted to give you a call. We got a, a bit of a problem going on. Okay. Okay. You got. You get. Do you have a minute to talk? Well, apparently so. Huh? All right. Now, how how long have you been doing the uh, the sign? You in the you know you in the ministry where you do the sign language for the church, and um, you know I, I noticed you up there at least two Sundays out of a. Uh, Mm-hmm. Out of the month, you've been doing it quite a while, am I right? So y- yes, I've been doing it for over ten years, but I'm a little bit confused as to why you're calling about this. I'm, I'm I'm just a little bit confused. I don't know who you are. You say that I, if I see your face, I may know you, but I. Oh, what what does this have to do with anything? Is how long okay. I've been doing sign language. I know. Okay, sign language. so I've been doing it for years. So how how may I help you with this? Do you want to okay, learn sign so, language? No, no, I'm not trying to learn. In a sign language, do you do you know Miss? Uh, everybody call her Miss Myrtle. Do you know Miss Myrtle? Ah, uh, yeah, I sure do. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Miss Myrtle, that's 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 one of my aunties right there. Miss Myrtle is. Okay, All right? and, and, and she and, gave and, you my number to call me. I'm I, what? What do you need from me? Did she give you? Uh, my no, number? no, that's what I'm getting at. So, so you know, Miss, you know my, you know my aunt is, is deaf. You know she's hearing okay. impaired. You know that, right? Okay. Yes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay. So. So here's a problem. Ain't Myrtle is telling us that you're not doing the sign language right during the service, and like you missing some things in the scripture or something. No, no, the pastors. no, 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 that's incorrect. I've been doing this for a very long time, and I know what I'm doing. So how okay. do you? So she told you to uh, call me to tell me that I'm not doing the sign language correctly. That's I, a little I, funny. Let, uh, let me say. Let me say this to you. Let me. Say, I, I don't want us to get off on the wrong foot. Let me just say this to you. Once my once my murder told us what was going on, you know, we then went to one of the deacons and asked him, you know, is there a way we can uh, have a meeting, you know, with, with with Sister Lauren, so we can try to get this taken care of and, and talk okay. about it. He said, well, okay. won't you just won't you just call and y'all can just work it out, and and that's how I'm I'm, I'm calling you now. I'm, okay. I, I hope I don't know if you're at work or whatever. I apologize, but I'm just trying to get to the bottom of. It. Now let me go and say this: If my ain't murder say that you ain't signing right, then my auntie ain't lying. That mean your ass. Excuse me. That mean you ain't signing right. Really? 
So the pastor couldn't come to me, but he, but you figured you would just call me and tell me that your auntie says that I'm doing it incorrectly. That doesn't make sense to me. How did she tell you that? Did she sign it to you? She signed language to her daughter. My, my, listen, you ain't got to worry about who she's signing to. What you need to worry about is getting your sh- getting your stuff together, all right, and learning how to do this the correct way so that my auntie can get, you know, my auntie needs to be getting the word like everybody else getting the word, but she not getting it because you, the word's getting lost in your hands. All I'm hearing is your voice is getting very loud, and you need to match my tone, young man. Okay, let's just start with that. What you mean, match your your tone, tone. young man? What is that? Match my tone, because you're getting very loud, and I can't hear through all of that. All right. Okay. So I'm okay. Well, let me, let me, help, I am I'm gonna trying say to this. have a situation. You called my phone, correct? You have a problem that you're discussing with me, but you're getting more angry than anything else. How am I going to resolve this problem? I am trying to be as cordial. The way you resolve this problem is carry your ass back to science school so you can learn what you need to, so my okay. auntie can get the word. My auntie can't you're get the gospel because you're messing it up. God anointed me to do sign language at that church, and I've been doing it for a long time, and I will continue to do so. So don't call my phone telling me that I'm not doing something right. You know what? But do God know that you're not doing it right? Do God know that? Does God know that my ain't Myrtle not getting to work because of you? name, young man. Jesus, please give me the strength to continue on with this conversation. But you know what, Lord? I'm going to be right back. Little mother, let me tell you your something. Don't you ever call my mother freaking phone telling about I ain't doing something. Man, if I see you in the street, this cane I have is gonna go upside your damn head. Did I make myself clear? I cannot believe you talking to me like this. Oh, now you want to be calm. Now you're calm. Now you match my tone. I have engaged you I, my I can't believe you just got through talking to me like that. Are we done here? So you think it's cool for you to tell the Lord... I'll be right back. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, I needed a moment. I'm you human, right? We've been on this phone this long. You've been all skewing at me. I told you to match my tone. Match my tone. I am matching your tone. No. Can I, I say, can I, can I give you something else in this tone? Do you mind if I say something in this tone? You're going to hear a click and a die real quick. Go ahead. See what you have to say. I just want to tell you in this tone that your friend, Vonda Taylor, got me to prank phone call you. I am Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show in your tone. Jesus, oh, Lord, have mercy. You have me on the (laughs) radio. Vonda? Ah! Vonda Taylor. Vonda Taylor. Tommy, you better not put this on the radio. You better not put this on the radio. Vonda, I'm going to you in Jesus' name. Amen. (laughs) Radio. I'm not playing any games, Tommy. I think it's funny, but it's saying this is my job here. Listen, everything is fine. I, you had me going there. I had to tell Jesus, give me a minute, because you was about to bring my pressure up. Oh, Lord have mercy. I don't even want to hear this, but I will be calling Bonda because I have some words for her ass. Oh, Lord, Lord, Father, Lord, Father, please forgive me. Oh. Oh, Lord. Okay, get, okay, you got you to gotta do this for me in my tone, in my tone. In Tell me in your tone what is the baddest radio show in the land, in your tone. The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> in my tone. <laughs> tone. Match my tone. Man, I love it. Love that. Match my tone. <laughs>
Okay. You play too much. She was tired of you. Man, yes. she was. Dude. She yes. was tired of you. I've been anointed to do this. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, She's man. been doing it for years. I love the fact she checked mm. in with the Lord and said, I'll be right back. I'll be right, I'll be right, right back. Hold on. But I'm finna talk to his ass different. Yes. <laughs> yes. See, I'm gonna have to start. You know, I learned something from her. I'm gonna have to start telling the Lord I'll be back in a minute. Because normally I just check out. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna start he, notifying him. He know you've yeah. been checking out and checking back in. You just I know, but I want to start saying it to people. You wanna, yeah, uh, you wanna, yeah, right so I can know. Yeah, because I yeah. I do go in and out. You know, I did a podcast with uh Kirk Franklin. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, yesterday. Oh, mm-hmm. wow, nice. And uh, Kirk asked uh-huh. me the most interesting question on the podcast. Well, uh-huh. he said, Uncle Thing, I've always appreciated your transparency. And I know you cuss. <laughs> but do you have a favorite cuss word? <gasps> One that's your go-to cuss word? Kirk, mm. what? <laughs> you don't ask Kirk a cuss that? for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kirk. Yeah. Did you give it to him? So I told him I said, I, I told him I said uh, yeah, I told him I said, it's the big one, Kirk. You know, uh-huh. you know he said, on this podcast, Uncle, I call you because you can say stuff like that on my podcast. Cool. Here it is. Gave you, oh, it, you let it fly. No. Gave it to, and I gave him a series of examples of how to use it because it's one of the most versatile cuss words out there because <laughs> it can, it can, it can, it can. Uh, it's a happy. It's a warning. It's it's a uh, uh, proclamation. You embarrass us on every possible. It's it's a term of endearment. What did Kirk say? Oh, my God. Steve. Kirk Kirk disappeared off the screen. He was laughing so hard. No. I don't know who's better, you or Sam Jackson, but that's a tight race right there. (laughs) All right, listen, we got to get out of here, guys. Uh, Coming up next, Strawberry Letter side chick title with main chick duties. We'll get into the Strawberry Letter right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, on dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, side chick title with main chick duties. Dear Stephen Shirley, don't go anywhere, Tommy. I may need Tommy, it says. Tommy and and Jay to offer some advice on this one, uh, if you don't mind, since they're the side piece experts on the show. (laughs) Word word gets around, huh, nephew? (laughs) I've been a proud side chick to a married man for over seven years. I know what was up when... uh, we met and I was fine with it. I was happy to provide laughter, fun times, and a lot of great sex once or twice a week. For the most part, I've held up my end of the deal. Now that we're getting older, he's been expecting more from me. If I cook, he expects to come eat dinner over at my house some days. He's asking me to pick up his clothes from the cleaners, run to the mall to buy him some cologne, or stop by the pharmacy and pick up his prescriptions. One day I asked him if I'm doing all of this stuff, what is his wife doing nowadays in her spare time? I've never had one argument with this man. 
man and I truly love him, but if he expects me to do more for him, then I want him to do more for me. I don't bother him for money or gifts because he has always been generous and thoughtful, but the extra duties are causing a problem for me. Saturday, I picked up his medicine from Walgreens and some vitamins he asked for. I knew I, I had a new guy come over later that night, and he saw the medicine bag on the table. I told him it was for my uncle, and he believed me. Yes, I date other men from time to time, exclamation mark. Uh, no matter what, I have always put my side chick duties first and never let anything interfere with my duties. I need the same respect from my main man. I want a pay increase if he expects me to do more. I take <laughs> it seriously, and he knows it because this arrangement has been paying my bills for years. He won't give me a raise, uh, and how can I get him to pay up? Wow. Um, okay, this is different. Different kind of letter here. Yeah. Um, you know, you want to know how can you get him to pay up? I guess the easy answer is just to stop doing anything extra for him since he's not giving going to give you a raise. I mean, that's the easy answer. It sounds like he's starting to take you for granted now, um, and he does want more. He's totally ignoring whatever arrangement you guys had in the beginning. Uh, you asked him a question about... What is his wife doing now that you're doing all of this extra stuff? But you didn't say you got an answer for him, from him. Uh, you know, he wants you to just pick up his meds or cook or go to the cleaners. Uh, that was kind of, I guess, his answer. But since you're asking, I have a question for you because I've never quite heard this before. Uh, a, a, a proud side chick, a proud side chick. Does that mean you're happy? You're happy in your role? You're happy to be number two? That you're okay with wasting your time with this man? That you won't want your own husband one day? It doesn't sound like any of that stuff matters to you. And but really, I don't believe you're proud. I just believe you're in it, and this is what it is. I think, you know, you get sad sometimes. I think maybe you do wish you could be wifey. I think that. I'm, I'm glad you have another man uh, since you, you, you made that clear in your letter. But where are you going with all of this stuff in your life? That's the, the most important question. What about your future and what you want and your dreams and your goals and all of that? I think you should think about those questions. You should think about how you're being treated right now with all the extra stuff and maybe if you sit down and think about it what you really want maybe you'll get the strength to walk away from this situation Steve nah. <laughs> nah, she's in Shirley. It, huh? she's in see it. I got all this right here I got all the answer to this right here cause mm -hmm. see this lady right here uh, she's confused yeah. and when you said I have been a proud side chick to a married man for over seven years. I knew what was up when we met. I was fine with it. Okay, hello. <laughs> You've just described your relationship. You was fine with it for seven years. And then you said I was happy to provide laughter, fun times, and a lot of great sex once or twice a week. For the most part, I done held up my, my deal. Well, now we're getting older now. So now, what do you want? Mm -hmm. He's been expecting more from me. If I cook, he expects to come over and eat dinner at my house. Okay? You cooked? Well, you're going to eat all of it by yourself? You, you don't want the proud side chick. Now, now you want to complain. 
Shirley's right. Selfish. Are you really the proud side chick? Or are you just the side chick? So then he says he's asking me to pick up clothes from the cleaners, run the mail, buy him some cologne, stop by the pharmacy, pick up prescription. One day I asked him if I'm doing all his stuff, what's his wife doing nowadays in her spare time? He didn't give you an answer. Well, let me help you out. Do you know what his wife is doing? See, if you're doing all this extra stuff, it frees up his wife to be more relaxed and less stressed out, thanks to you. Living her best life. That's what the wifey's doing. Hmm. <laughs> oh, she enjoying herself. So now he got a happy wife because she ain't got to go pick up prescriptions, cook no dinner. She ain't got to make get no medicine because he got your stupid ass doing all this. <laughs> Proud side <laughs> but you signed up for it, talking about you the proud side chick. This what the proud side chick get. And when we come back, I'm finna squ- I'm finna settle it all for you. I'm finna help you understand exactly where you at. All right, hold that. Come hold on your now. response, Steve. We'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Subject side chick title with main chick duties. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. The subject, side chick title with main chick duties. Here this Uh-oh. woman, been the proud side chick to a married man for seven years. She knew what was up when she met him. She was fine with it, happy to provide laughter, fun times, and a lot of great sex once or twice a week. That's what you said. You signed up for that. You said you was happy to provide that. And guess what? He was happy to accept it. So now, for the most part, I done held a mind to deal. Now we getting older. Oh, oh, oh. Well, now you older now. And he's been expecting more from me. If I cook, he expect to come over and eat dinner at my house some days. Okay. You cook. Obviously made enough for him. So he over your house eating. He asked me to pick up his clothes from the cleaners, run to the mail, Buy him some cologne or shop by the pharmacy, pick up some prescriptions. And guess what? You doing it because you the proud side chick. But the title is Side Chick with Main Chick Duties. You signed up for this. One day I asked him if I'm doing all this stuff, then what is his wife doing? And like I told you earlier, see, if you're doing all this extra stuff, it frees up his wife to be more relaxed and less stressed out at home thanks to you. Because now all she got to do is lay down when he wanted. She can do what she wants. She watching TV. She got her feet up. Because the side chick is doing all the remedial task. Now, I've never had one argument with this man, and I truly love him. But if he expects me to do more for him, then I want him to do more for me. It's too late. It's too late. Do more for you what? What what? <laughs> what else you getting all you gonna get you the side chick you might be doing wifey duties but you ain't gonna get wifey rights you ain't gonna get wifey credits and you sure ain't gonna get wifey benefits so now what extra do you want him to do well let's get into the letter I don't bother him for money or for gifts because he's always been generous and thoughtful so that means he break you off a little bit that's all that means 
But the extra duties are causing a problem for me. Saturday, I picked up his medicine from Walgreens and some vitamins he asked me for. I had a new guy come over late that night. He saw the medicine bag on the table. And I asked, told him it was for my uncle, and he believed me. Yes, I date other men from time to time. Oh, okay. So you don't want nothing for yourself. You just want some sex from some men. You a proud side chick, and you probably a side chick to some other people, too. Because while you dating other men, you ain't in a full-blown relationship with nobody but the married man for seven years. So you a double side. You you ain't nothing but slaw. But what is wow. there to be proud of? That's what I'm trying to do. Cause you slaw. <laughs> yeah. You ain't the greens or the black eyed peas. You is just slaw. <laughs> but slaw by you. herself ain't nothing. She, she wanted you to comment, Tommy. <laughs> slaw. I'm gonna let Tommy let Tommy yeah. comment in a minute. Slaw, slaw okay. is the cheapest item side item you can buy. You ain't baked beans. You ain't Ooh. the macaroni and cheese. You ain't the yams. Green or nothing. You ain't the greens. You the slaw. So now here we go. I told him, so it was uncle, he believed it. No matter what, I've always put my side chick duties first and never let anything interfere with my duties. I need the same respect from my main man. I want a pay increase if he expects me to do more. If I take it seriously, he knows it's because the arrangement has been paying my bills for years. I, he won't give me a raise. How can I get him to pay up? You can't. Listen to me. You are the side chick that has been performing your duties for minimum wage. Now, I don't know if you've been keeping up with the news or not, but the stimulus package just got passed by the Biden-Kamala Harris mm-hmm. administration. In this new stimulus bill, they put forth a, a new minimum wage law to try to get $15 an hour. They shot that down. Even the stimulus package ain't giving people a raise when it come to minimum wage. So you not getting a raise for minimum wage either. Side chicks don't get full-blown salaries with benefits. You the side chick. You signed up for it. You sitting up in here talking about you don't. You you been receiving minimum wage. And then you sitting out, you talking about, look. He's not taking you for granted. He's just taking you. See, and then you done went out, and to worsen your situation, you are now seeing other men too. But you ain't in a serious relationship with them. Because guess what? You probably they side chick too. You have not set yourself up to be nobody's number one. And now you want to raise and pay. Lady, lady, come on now. You got to stop this foolishness because the clock is ticking and you older. Now, when we come back, I'm going to let Tommy talk to you. (laughs) Because Because she Tommy is side chick expert. (laughs) Yeah. So now, (laughs) Uncle Uncle Steve done told you what the deal is. But now, since you want to really hear it, I'm going to let you hear it from Tommy. Ladies and gentlemen, we come back. Side chick advice from one of the side piece kings. Here we go. All right, we'll be back with uh, part three of this Strawberry Letter side chick title with main chick duties and Tommy right after this. this. (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, guys, here we are, part three of today's Strawberry Letter. Sometimes they're so good, we have to have three parts. Now, Subject, side chick title with main chick duties. Go ahead, exactly. Steve. This woman wants a raise. She tired of doing actual, she want to know what the man's wife is doing, if she doing all this extra stuff. Well, the wife at the house relaxing because you're doing all the extra stuff. I gave you solid advice, but you want to hear from Tommy. <laughs> so, Tommy... Here's this woman that's chick number two, the very proud side uh-huh. chick. <laughs> and she wants to know, she just want to get a raise in pay for being side chick number two. What do you have to say to her, Tom? And I, and I understand it wholeheartedly. Listen, mm-hmm. I'm going to jump in here first and say, oh. I'm not going to let Uncle Steve sit here and ruin the side chick nation. We're not going to do that. <laughs> You're not going to Come sit on, here and ruin a good thing that's going on with a lot of people across mm-hmm. this country. Now, listen, young lady, you don't have to be the side chick. What you can do, let's just change the title, all right? You the second wife. You see what I'm saying? Let's make wow. that what? thing look a little better what? than what it is. You, you can go. be Come wife. On. Yeah, you can be, you know, second wife or be wife, yeah. but you yeah. don't have to be, you know, uh, uh, going be through wife, what he's like telling you. Yeah. yeah, like uh-huh. as in A B. Yeah, yeah. yeah. His like, ass yeah. finna go to prison. Go ahead, Tommy. <laughs> w, w B. You can be W B. Now, now, if this man is not owning up and taking care of his side chick duties, then guess what? We got to go get this money, baby. We got to take him to court. I don't see no other way around this. We got to take him to court, and your honor will understand because your honor probably got a side piece, too. So guess what? We got to take him to court because this money is due to you because you have earned it, and you put in seven years of work, and you are owed this much. We are not going to let Steve Harvey jump on here and ruin the side piece nation. All side pieces stand up. We're not going to do it today, and I mean that. Okay, stand up for Ooh, what's your mad. what's owed to you. What's 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 supposed to be for you. Okay, I'm here to help you. I Tommy. will go into that courtroom with you, Tommy. and I will stand by your Tommy. side and help. Tommy, side you can't support. see, but you on Zoom. Your little boy that walked in the room. Hey, oh hey, son. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, <laughs> daddy die. Mm-hmm. Oh, daddy over here playing. How you doing? You going mm-hmm. oh, playing? Shut this stupid okay. ass mess up. <laughs> Uh, oh, you hey, listen, miss your family. that was uh, nephew Tommy. Thomas mm-hmm. Miles' host is ready to love. I'll talk to y'all later. Come here, boy. Bite you all out school Hey, Tommy, this, this doing your radio show from home, y'all. We on Zoom. Tommy's little boy walked in the room. I said, hey, Tommy, you need to shut this down. Half, half your family just walked in the room. Hey, mommy. Hey, mommy. What is... What is the side chick daddy talking about? I said, Tommy. All right, listen, we got to get out of here. Coming up, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show at the top of the hour right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, guys, jury selection began yesterday in the Derek Chauvin murder trial for the murder of George Floyd. There are three jurors seated. The first juror is a chemist who said he was an advocate of community policing who believes all lives matter equally. He said he has not seen the video of Floyd's death. And the second juror... What? Who hasn't seen... seen Wait a minute. Wait. Who hasn't seen that? Yeah. Everybody saw that. Come on now. What laboratory was he in? And he uh, just now surfacing. He ain't seen the video. Yeah, that's well, they're going to show it to you in court. You'll see it. 
Yeah, and he, mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so the second juror was seated. She said she was super excited to be called for jury duty. And mm-hmm. I hear that she may be related to a police officer. I'm trying to read okay. more. Here we yeah. go. Here we super go. excited is a clue, too. That's, yeah. right. that's a big clue. Right, Shirley. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's not except her. Yeah. Meanwhile, well, the third on, juror. She's yeah, she's seated. Yeah. She wants the, somebody super excited. He wants somebody concerned. Yeah. Okay. Now, here's the third juror. He's a, a, a financial auditor who said he's formed a somewhat negative impression of Derek Chauvin due to primarily uh, due primarily to the death of George Floyd, but that he could set his opinions aside to render a verdict based solely on the evidence presented in court. I'm going to tell you really? right now. Ain't no need to ask the Steve Harvey to sit on your funk-ass jury. I can tell you that right now. Because I'm sitting up there with my arms folded the whole trial. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but you know, for sure. it, it, it's Mr. Harvey. It's, what soon we get, Mr. Harvey? What information are you waiting? on? I'm just waiting on the vote <laughs> for the verdict. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Okay, but but, but you know, I don't put nothing past it because you know Brothers. we saw this with Trayvon Martin and that oh, jury yeah. with his trial yeah. for George Zimmerman. I, they got, yeah, he got away clean. You know, they've built a, a like a fortress-type fence around the courthouse, right? And I only one really? member of each family is allowed but I, in. But I got to tell you something, though, Shirley. Huh? This one right here is different. If this man gets away with this, that the whole this world whole is gone. country, yeah. this whole world going to be world, yeah. Do you know, man, they were marching in Germany for this. Yeah, London, right. they, yeah. They, they set up and watched. This whole world was at the house. Yeah, because of the, the pandemic, like you they said. They're going to sacrifice him. Well, the what they're trying to say, I guess the defense is going to be, did he cause George Floyd's death? Or were there other underlying conditions that caused you, you, his death. Oh, you're I'm just telling you no. what I was reading. Absolutely. Or, but for, for seven minutes and 46 seconds of eight, eight, eight minutes, minutes and, and 46 eight. seconds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. But see, what they're trying to say is he had a heart condition yeah. and yeah. all this Possible other stuff. drugs or all this okay. that they're going to try to paint this character about him. Whatever it was, he may not have died he, that day. Well, yeah. whatever, whatever all it was, of he this, still had his he, knee on his neck. If right. he had all yeah. this... And the statement he kept repeating was, I can't breathe. breathe. Thank yes. you. Yes. Thank you. Yes. You don't have the right to stop a man from breathing mm-hmm. with Absolutely. your knee on his neck, with That's your right. hand in his pocket, because yes. you want to be a stank-ass mm-hmm. authoritative figure. Yeah. If That's this right. man ah. don't do some mm-hmm. serious, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't Life. advocate violence, and I'm not doing it on this show. But I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to be some hell up in this country. Mm-hmm. It's going to be some hell in this country. I'm telling what? y'all right now, and this is not Steve promoting violence, but don't you, don't you, if you let this man go with that, it's going to be some hell up in here. Yeah. Justice. The, yeah, these jurors. You ain't promising. got enough police to squash what they going to do. Yeah, uh, like I was saying, Steve, the judge ruled that only one member of George Floyd's family and one member of Derek Chauvin's family will be allowed to attend uh, the murder trial. It's in a Minneapolis courtroom because of COVID-19 restrictions. Uh, um, 
And uh, wow, we'll have more of trending stories and more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up in 20 minutes right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. President Biden's dog trainer says the White House was just too crazy of an environment for German (laughs) shepherds used to, you know, they're used to chilling in Delaware, just chilling calmly, you know, and they need need more training. So they are going back to the White House. Okay, it was just a bit too hype in the White House for them. They're going back. Uh, And he says that he's the man to do the job. His name is Mark Tobin. Uh, He's trained Biden's dogs, Major and Champ, before. Uh, He appeared on TMZ Live on Tuesday and said that the president's dogs suffered from culture shock at the White House. They went from a typical single-family home to a residence jam-packed with hundreds of strange people, and it was an insane amount of activity for them. So that's why Major, you know, was barking at people and charging them and everything, because he didn't know what was going on, especially people, I'm sure, that got close to the president and stuff. Uh-uh, you know. Oh, he's trying to protect his master? Yeah, his master, yeah. What's happening? Yeah. Well, they're going to retrain them, so that's good. Yeah, they need more training. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. They need a little more. (laughs) And I'm sure they want to put that out so people won't have any kind of fear of uh, adopting a rescue dog. You know, right, right. Yeah, and and yeah. we're used to having pets in the White House, okay? Mm-hmm. Just for four years, we didn't with Donald Trump. But that other but... dog, he was talking to him now. Now, look, we're going to go to this class. When we get our ass back to the White House, don't mess <laughs> yeah. this up. I'm telling you, dog. 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 I'm going to bite your ass. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time for Ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey in the building. All right, Steve, this one is from Elise in St. Louis. She says, I'm 38 and my husband is 36 and all day long he is on Instagram looking at girls' pictures and leaving comments on them. This makes me feel insecure and unpretty and I've told him that. He said that he chose me for a reason and he'd never be with an Instagram model type of chick in real life. He doesn't care how it affects me. Should married couples be on Instagram? Mm. You can be on Instagram, but the comments... The lie is, I would never be with an Instagram chick. Yeah. That's a lie. Because what are you on there for? So, now? what you on there looking at? Yeah. I'm telling you right wow. now, homie, get off. <laughs> get off. <laughs> All right. Thank you, CLO. Hiawatha in South Carolina. Hiawatha in South oh. Carolina. Love that name. I'm a divorced female raising a 17 year old son, and he's driving me nuts. There are days that I come home and I can tell there's been a female in my house. It could be a random strand of weave on the couch or he's decided to wash his sheets all of a sudden. And I talked to his dad and he said it's normal for him to be having sex. He said he's told our son to be responsible and respectable. He told me to ease up a bit. But how do I do that? I don't know how you do it. But I'm going to tell you right now, you ain't finna talk him out of it. That's not going to happen. Once you taste the fruit, that flavor never leaves your mouth. He going to die oh, with well. this. Yeah, there's this, this, this no going back. He not I'm finna stop seeing right. girls. He done had sex. Now, what you finna tell him? Don't do that no more. In it's his house. whole mission in life now. That's forever. In Dog, my house? Till he leave here. Now, in your house, mm-hmm. he breaking rules. That's for sure. And, and the husband yeah. need to establish some rules. Yeah. But... 
They're going to be in the car or they're going to be somewhere. At her house. <laughs> I mean, you At know, you should say, uh-huh. hey, man, the father should pull the son to the side and go, look. He did. I know what mom. you're doing, <laughs> but you got to respect your mama. Yeah. Yeah. He should tell him, because he did pull him to the side and told him to be responsible and respectable. That's it. <laughs> no, that, he was saying be responsible. All he told him to do was make sure you use a con- condom. Right, That's condom, all he told yeah. him. Mm-hmm. He to ain't told him, don't come in this house. And, but you got to respect your mother, though. That's right. Yeah. That's what he yeah. needs to tell him. Yes. Make it, having Her sex rules. with these young girls, he's not thinking that's disrespecting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. just answering to his hormones. What happened to doing it and getting away with it and nobody knowing you're doing it? What happened to that? Uh, it's called the internet. <laughs> <laughs> it's called his mom can tell because there's a weave hair on her sofa, okay? And she knows her house. And yeah, come on. And the sheets, he's so, washing the so sheets. So tie her hair up from now on when you bring her in. <laughs> Well, put, a, put something on her head Tommy. if she's shedding Tommy, like Tommy, young people don't have that. <laughs> Coming up, it is our last break of the day. And, of course, we will have some closing remarks at 49 minutes after from the one and only Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, here we are. Last break of the day on this hump day Wednesday. What a great day. We got to say a very special thank you to the one and only Arsenio Hall. Yeah. Uh, it was Kicked fun it talking to him morning. today. Yeah, it really great was. Thank you, Arsenio. Yeah, mm-hmm. make sure you go check out uh, Coming to America. Good, great movie. I laughed from beginning mm-hmm. to end. Great movie. Yeah, on Amazon mm-hmm. Prime. On right Amazon Prime. That's right. Yes. That's right. Good I'm going to watch it, it today. Yeah, you should. Good. It's funny, Steve. You'll enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. That's your favorite movie, Coming to America. Comedy a favorite movie. comedy movie. Yeah. I'm not mm-hmm. really a big fan of comedy movies because they don't really make me laugh, only mm-hmm. a few. Because mm-hmm. I just you're I a comedian. Yeah. I kind of jump the jokes and yeah. think about yeah. it in a different way. Mm-hmm. It's some funny stuff out there, but mm-hmm. uh, like Hangover was Baby. hysterical to me. <laughs> When that dude pulled his tooth to prove that he was a dentist, yeah, boy, yeah. boy, I was in there hollering. I was in there hollering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you then married this heifer. <laughs> <laughs> boy, I said. And don't remember boys, none of it. <laughs> them boys them took them roofies. And let me tell you something, man. <laughs> oh, boy, it was funny. Was good. And what was so good about the first hangover to me was the end. When you don't really know what happened, and they showed the pictures, so they, they left all the your imagination. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, that's yeah. true. To figure yeah. out what went on mm-hmm. in that hotel that, room, that was a You're great like, oh, movie. That was genius. Uh huh. That's what happened. Man. How you get a baby in <laughs> Vegas? Yeah. Is what I <laughs> Boy, boy, ass was in trouble. And the, <laughs> the little fat dude with the beard <laughs> was yeah. having the time of his life. But back to coming to America, though, Steve, you're going to love it. Eddie is brilliant, of course. Arsenio, Leslie Jones, such a scene stealer, and Wesley Snipes. (laughs) His role was greatness. Yeah. Hey, um, you know, in closing today, I want to give people something to really hang their hat on. You know, um, I did a podcast yesterday with Kirk Franklin, and it was a really interesting conversation because Kirk is one of my favorite Christians. And the reason being is because Kurt taught me something. Because when I first met Kurt, I, I didn't have the relationship that I have with God today. 
But Kirk really, really helped me, man. And I gave him credit on his podcast because Kirk Franklin taught me the, one of the most important lessons about having a relationship with God that has really kept me through some tough times uh, as trying to be a better person, you know. He said, God doesn't require your perfection. He requires your persistence. And Kurt told me, he said, look, man, when you fall, and you will fall, just get back up. Go again. When you make a mistake, and you will make mistakes, that doesn't mean that you're no longer a Christian or you're no longer a person of faith. It's just you stumbled. And that's what grace is all about. God gives us grace to stumble. He says it all throughout the Bible that there's none perfect, no, not one. That includes all of us. So look, man, I'm saying this to say to everybody, give yourself a real chance at success by forming a relationship with God. That isn't a living soul that doesn't need him. Look, I'm, if you're an atheist, I'm not talking to you because that's, that's not my job. I'm not in the converting atheist business. If you choose not to believe in God, then do you. I'm talking about people who are in constant search and needing answers and help and direction and some guidance and need some answers to some questions and trying to get this thing figured out. All of that is in your relationship with God. The better relationship you form with him, the more understanding, the more he reveals to you, the more he strengthens you, the more he provides for you to get to where you're trying to get to. Now, you may not get there in the time frame that you have in mind, but if you would just attune yourself to his will, I was reading something in this book called Jesus Calling the other day, and one of the things that I had underlined back on February 15th and 16th of this book was, I know I have dreams and aspirations as plans, as do everybody else. But if you would stop always going to God, asking him for something, and take a moment and attune yourself to what God is already doing, it would really increase your ability to live a better quality life. It would reduce your stress, help you stop from some of this worry. It would lessen your moments of confusion. I said lessen. I didn't say it would end it. It will lessen. I didn't say there won't be no more problems. I'm saying he will strengthen you. I'm not saying you won't be faced with temptation. He'll just help you. And I'm not saying that you won't fall because you will fall, but he will forgive you. Y'all, get yourself a relationship with God. Talk to him. Tell him, tell him you know you've been falling short. He already know, man. And one of the things I had to admit to Kirk Franklin when I was going through my period of homelessness and I was feeling like, God, I can't believe you letting me go through this and how have you abandoned me? I had to have a real come to Jesus moment in that car one time. And I really had to remember that it wasn't Jesus that had abandoned me at all. I had actually abandoned him. And the moment I turned around and asked for help, he gave it to me. He'll do the same thing for you. Form a relationship with God. 
Get close to him. Talk to him. Tell him what you need, what you want. Ask him to show you what his will is for you. It'll change your whole life, man. It's your best chance at success. That I know for sure. Okay? Y'all have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Talk to God. He'd love to hear from you. Y'all be all right now. Peace. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 